Today we face unprecedented change in our culture. If you are breathing in 2020, the middle of March, you are experiencing the first time change in your life of this magnitude. Sure, we've had disruptions in financial markets in 2008 and 2001, but this one requires us to maintain ourselves within our homes, a self-isolating process. You know, we're going to share today five strategies that are powerful and proven to combating unexpected changes in your world. Many of us are struggling with the change in our lives. This is understandable and valid. We are in a new paradigm from our world of freedom of movement and economic choice. Not certain how we got to this point, but toilet tissue is the new currency in the United States. You will conquer the change you are currently feeling by sincerely focusing on the five strategies we will share with you now. But before we get there, the audience has demanded and we deliver on Live a Life by Design that you hear more from my co-host with the most, Lori Few. Welcome, Lori. Good morning, everybody. So glad to be here, even in this trying and unprecedented time. You know, if we'd had any choice for this, I know none of us would have said, hey, let's lock ourselves up with our kids and our spouses for 24 hours at a time for three weeks or so. Uh, no yeah, no one, one ever <laughs> said that was a good idea. Oh, my goodness. When this is all over, I promise you, Lori, that Live a Life by Design will be recorded on some beach somewhere in the United States away from all this uh, this pollen that I'm now experiencing. But Well, I certainly hope I get invited to that podcast. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you may even hear Hawaiian music in the background. Oh, yes. I'll take any drink with an umbrella. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a great thing, and it's a great morning, even though we're looking forward to the future times. This morning, we're going to talk about strategies, and I think that's really important to give our listeners the opportunity to focus on some things that we can control. So we're going to start with strategy number one, and that's to control the attributes of your life that you can have a say in. Too quickly, our fantastic brains proactively reach a fight or flight or freeze in response to fear and anxiety. And I understand that it's difficult for some of us to focus on our new normal right now. However, we should maintain our attitude of gratitude at all times, even when social distancing. And the old adage of this too shall pass is very applicable in today's environment. Another area you can control is your schedule. When working in an office setting, we have structure applied to us that may require we arrive at a certain time, eat lunch at a certain time, and leave the location at a certain time. And you can control your situation when self-isolating. Even though it's a daunting task, we are adults and we try our best each and every day. So set yourself a schedule to replicate your workday while you're at home. Keep your remote workday similar to your office workday and your brain and your body will work in a similar fashion. And that's really important. And if you're me, you're not missing those hourly rotations of cups of coffee. <laughs> I knew at some point you would inject in this as it's controlling those things in life you can control, coffee would somehow make an appearance. <laughs> as long as it's available, I will make it drinkable. I love this. So anytime someone wants to kidnap her kid and says, listen, it'll be five cups of coffee or your husband, well, you'd, you'd offer <laughs> yeah. Justin up, yeah, and, a, and no deal at all. I'm not giving away my coffee, but here you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
So what's important about controlling those things you can, it shows an active participation in the process, Lori. So what we have to do is we have to say to ourselves, I'm not a victim of the times. I'm going to be the master of the domain. In other words, I'm going to find those things I can control, which admittedly, Lori, may be fewer than when you were at the office, right? Sure. But, you know, we've got to take charge of what we can cope with and what we can overcome. This is the first strategy of the five we're going to share with you today to combating this isolation that we feel and this ultimate change that was thrust upon us. Well, and I think isolation is the key word. Sometimes we talk about that we feel isolated in our daily lives when things are what we would consider normal. So isolation during a time where you are truly isolated, you feel cut off from other people. But this is just a different, it's in a different context. But again, it's mind over matter. And it's that positivity that you need to say to yourself, okay, I just need to regroup and look at this from a different perspective. No, words of wisdom spoken, folks, by a very young but wise lady. I assure you that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, you know, that's a great strategy. But now strategy number two is something I know anyone can do, Lori. Quit watching and reading negative news all day. This oh, is some, ding, ding, oh, ding. Gosh. Absolutely. Ring the bell on that one, Jimmy. Yeah. That is so important. I hope you were wearing your steel-toed pumps when I told you that because that's yes. uh, easily done, right? You yes, know, easily done. This is a hard one for many people to overcome. There is something about a bombardment of negative news of which you have no control that people become fixated. Allow positivity to take the lead in your thoughts. We described on this podcast the morning and evening rituals in episodes 43 and 44 to help you set the tone for your day and to disengage from your day so you can achieve sleep and rest at night. Lori, these are still up on our website. They're still on iTunes. Highly recommend our listeners go back during this tumultuous time and listen to these powerful episodes. Great episodes with some very important lessons. Very important. Absolutely. So while remotely working, you know, you'll find yourself spending far more time fighting the doldrums of the news, facts that you are at home in isolation and other environmental issues that you must conquer. One of the best methods of limiting your television or radio news time is to set an alarm. You know, Lori, we set alarms for everything, like the next phone call I need to have, perhaps, or my my favorite uh, person's going to be calling me at a certain time of day and I want to be prepared for that call, whatever. We can set ourselves an alarm for this on our phones, okay? Allow what do you s- have to, side yeah. note, yeah. how do you get to be one of those favorite people on your list that you look forward to getting calls from? I, I, I need to know. Well, let me just say, when my phone rings, a picture of Lori pops up on the phone and it says <laughs> a star by it as in favorites. She's right okay. there on that so list. So I'm there. I'm just, okay, I just needed to know, like, if there was a... a you know, a screening process to be one of those oh, people. but it is stringent. You don't even realize. So it's a whole criteria of things. And I will tell you, just like Sheldon Cooper on Big Bang Theory, you can be taken from the list. It is not just, you know, fixated. It is a list that is very fluid. So, okay. you know, I, I, I tell people, you know, it's an earning process. <laughs> Note to self. Good to know. Yeah, you know, so allow yourself to spend only 10 minutes of your day absorbing the hostile and antagonistic news then you're done for the day. I highly recommend you feast on your pugnacious news around noon. Now, that's a big word. 
That is a big word. Let me tell you what that means. Negatively slanted. It just means there's nothing good they're going to say at that time. But you can get it out of the way at noon. And Lori, the reason why I like noonday is that this will be the time of day, the delivery of such truculent information at a time that your afternoon work may drown it from your memory with all the positive and productive activities you'll be performing. So give your mind a chance to say, okay, I got my day started on a positive note. I'm having a little bite of lunch in my home. I listen to the news for 10 minutes, finish that great meal, get back to work, and finish your day with something great in your mind saying, I accomplished something. I checked it off, Lori. I like it. I like the the middle of the day. That's a really good way to kind of digest that. It doesn't ruin your morning and it doesn't ruin your evening. It's just kind of like a midday slump. It is something we have to proactively do. So I encourage everyone tomorrow after listening to this podcast, at least if you can't do it today on Monday, do it on Tuesday, set yourself an alarm that will say, all right, I can watch this news for 10 minutes and then it goes off the timer set And once you're done, you're done. There's nothing they're going to say and repeat the rest of the day, Lori, in my opinion, that is any different than that noonday message they're giving you now. They just continue to regurgitate the same stories. And I think that's I think that's pretty accurate. We, We do tend to hear the same story over and over, especially right now. Recently, we tend to hear it from this person and then someone else picks it up and tells it and it might just be a little bit different, but you find yourself hearing the same things over and over. And I feel like right now with the news, it's probably a really bad game of telephone. Like when we were kids, we used to play this game where we would start with a sentence and we would whisper it to the person next to us and it would go down the line. And it was always so comical to find out at the end what that person interpreted from the you know start to the finish and so I feel like that's kind of how news is right now. Um, can be scary, but again, got to take it with a grain of salt and try to make it a little bit positive and, and laugh because laughter is a really good medicine right now. And I know that's, you know, I'm big about cliches, but right now I feel like some of those things are extremely applicable to the situation. Lori, I've got to tell you then, you've, you've drilled it out of me here, okay? Here it goes. But <laughs> when I would play that game as a younger individual like especially when we played it as kids we were nine or ten or whatever i purposefully just because i have such a creative mind it wasn't that i wasn't listening to the person that whispered to me but i always created my own story with a different plot so by the time it got around to the other person it's like who who shot the sheriff but anyway uh you know (laughs) so why am I not surprised I, by that? Yeah, you know, come on. You, do you not know me by now that I have the I beat of my own drum? Me. Oh, I know. You people discourage me, though, because I, <laughs> I can't do I that. I want to do it. I want to do it correctly <laughs> and accurately, and I'm a rule follower. So for someone like you to be on my team and to know that you were being mischievous like that. Mm. But you understand, Miss Lori, it takes all kinds to make a it wonderful does. production like this work. So and That is true. That is true. <laughs> So strategy well, number two, sense. though, strategy number two, yeah. quit watching and reading negative news, Lori. I'm going to I'm gonna take your advice. <laughs> and the next time I play telephone with my 10-year-old, well, I'm going to have to make him play with me. But next time I'm going to purposely do it wrong just so that I can see what the thrill is all about. There you go. So strategy number three, moving on down the list. In this day and age, we're going to use video communication. We're already doing it. We use our tablets, we use our iPhones, we use our 
the internet capabilities. And these are things that we didn't have 20 years ago when I graduated from high school. This opened up an entire new way of doing things. Kids today, kids that are my son's age, they don't even know a life without this way to communicate. So, of course, we're going to harness all of that power to be able to spread our messages and do our work, even when we're not able to do it face to face. So using video to communicate with your team from work or your clients, remember that self-isolation is not elimination from interacting with others. One of the best methods of staying engaged while remotely working is to use Zoom meeting or FaceTime on your iPhone for purposes of discussing ideas with your fellow employees. And recently, we've really had to rely on things like Zoom meeting and FaceTime. It's almost an essential piece of equipment that's in your toolbox to get through the day. We maintain certain protocols by using video communications, and this is really important. First, you're not allowed to use your avatar. And for those of us that are not tech savvy, like I wasn't in the beginning, I had no idea what an avatar was. <laughs> I thought it was a movie title, but even then it was a little sketchy. But an avatar is a little picture, digital image of yourself that you can create. And that's not really a good thing to use when you're doing video conferencing. People want to see your face. They want to see your beautiful, bright, smiling face on the screen looking back at them. And that's important, especially if you're being self-isolated. We already feel alone. We feel within our confines of wherever we are, our car, our home, our office. And so it's important for people to see that, that energy, that smile, that face, even though you're tired or you're cranky or you just don't really want to be there. It still gives people that hope and realization that there's human contact. Scientists have proven that nonverbal communication is the most informative of all the communication styles. For example, you may use your voice inflection to sound as if you agree with someone's idea, but your facial cues and your body language are telling a completely different story. By visualizing the person's body language, facial cues, and hand gestures, you are augmenting the quality of communication to a much more effective degree of understanding for the observer. Secondly, it's critical that in our office, meetings that were routinely scheduled while you were in the office continue on the same schedule when you work remotely. Try these protocols with your team and see if you create a better experience than simply sending a text message. You know, the key thing to this to me, though, Lori, is I do want to see your face. I'm going to admit something, too. This isn't very nice, but sometimes when I worked with individuals that I didn't feel they were really maybe prepared for the meeting, but they just came in with some idea that didn't even connect all of the desires or objectives of what the project was, and if I didn't have my face showing on that screen, you could just read me like a book. <laughs> I mean, if others were in the room, they could just see me, and they'd look at me, and their eyebrows would go down. They'd look at me, and I'm going, what, what, you know, and and they're like, hey, give it a shot. And I'm going, this is the most asinine idea I've ever heard. <laughs> that probably should have been one of those times that you sent yes. an email rather than having a meeting. Yes. And anyway, my point I hope everyone understands is show your face on there. Matter of fact, I even say this. Wake up on a remote work day just like you do when you're going to the office, Lori. What I mean by that is, Dress your clothes. Wear the same type of clothes. You may be a little more casual, but don't just come in your pajamas and sit down in your study and start working, you know. It reminds me of that commercial. What was that commercial on? It was, the gentleman was in a hotel, and he had a video meeting, and all he had was his shirt and tie on, 
and we still had boxers and socks on. Oh, and no. something spilt, and he had to jump up. And when he did, every one of his office was around the conference room with the suit and tie on, and he's in his <laughs> underpants. That would happen to me, Lori. I'm fearful of that. <laughs> no, we don't want to see that, Jimmy. No, negative. Negative. No, we're, no, we want to make sure that we're still dressing for success, even if we're doing it remotely. And I think it's a mental mindset. It helps to remind yourself to stay in that routine. Right, you know, so strategy number three, use video to communicate rather than simply texting or sending a, an email. And I will say, Lori, those are all valid reasons and means of communicating, but that opening of the video, seeing that smiling face of your teammate there, to me, that's just so much more engaging. Absolutely, and it makes a difference. It, it changes the whole tone. And if, if seeing each other makes you feel better and it's a positive experience, then it just sets the whole tone for the day. It makes the day bearable and it makes the day go by faster when you actually do get to see and interact with people, even if it is via video. So, so Lori, I'm going to open the hood, if you will, of a Compass Capital Management, our wealth management firm. And when I hold meetings, I sometimes have, uh, well, not sometimes, I all the time try to have fun at these meetings as well as serious business. And so you're going to laugh when I ask you to think about this, but here's what I'm going to plan for our next team meeting next week. So we have them every Tuesday. We have them at the same time every Tuesday. And I'm going to ask each team member to create a mask of their own making. Like, <laughs> I don't care if it's construction paper or what. I'm not asking to go put a lot of makeup on. But color a mask or something and have it around your head before we turn everyone on video and I'm going to say everyone has their mask on because you can do audio only on Zoom. And then I'm going to say on the count of three, everyone turn your video on. And one, two, three. And we're going to see the reaction of everyone because I have oh. one of the coolest ideas for a mask, but I don't want to give it away. Well, you know, have you seen that show, The Masked Singer? You know, I've not. I'm not a big TV watcher, though, if you recall, but, I, but I've not seen that. Well, it, I think you should incorporate singing. Oh, my goodness. Uh <laughs> Could, I just upped the ante a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you, you really did. You took it up a notch. So, so let me just say this. If I bring on Elvis impersonation along with the mask, I think I could get voted boss of the year. Those those wonderful Bodie Awards that you get uh, if I you're nice. It. Yeah, you know, that to me, that's a, that's a great idea. I think I'll do that. <laughs> okay. Challenge accepted. Absolutely. So strategy number three, use video to communicate with your team to keep that interaction personal. And strategy number four, Lori, very, very critical at a time like this. The pandemic has caused so much stress on lots of people. Recognize that your stress levels will be higher when working remotely due to the circumstances for such a change. You didn't ask for this, so you're really mentally going, oh my gosh, this is totally opposite what I want to do, and now I'm just out of my routine. And so your mind goes on this, as I said earlier, uh, we were talking about the fight, flight, or freeze type activity, your brain's just trying to find a way to survive with this change. So allow yourself breaks from the work being performed by taking walks. I mean, you're at home, Lori. Go out the front or back door and just take a walk. How about busting out some push-ups, some squats, or some other activity? I myself prefer burpees, but maybe some others don't. Those are good activities to get the stress off your body and out of your brain so you can perform at your highest levels. You know, one of my favorite stress relievers is actually the journal. And you've heard me say this many times on this podcast. We're on episode 53, and I bet you I've said I journal in at least 10 of these episodes because it's such 
a pharmaceutical approach to doing what I do without taking any drugs, Lori. I literally can get everything off my mind, put through the pen, down on paper, close the journal, and it's out of my mind. It simply removes me from the work area, and I can listen to the wind and the elements around me by going outdoors, sitting on the patio furniture. It's just a wonderful relaxation time for me. But hey, Lori, I've got a question for you. Okay. What is your favorite stress reliever? Well, now you're probably going to laugh at me. I, too, enjoy going for a walk. There's nothing better than going outside, especially if the weather's great. And right now, we're doing pretty good. We've got some decent weather. But recently, one of the things that a friend, a dear friend of mine turned me on to, it, and you're going to laugh, and, and don't judge me, but adult coloring books and i don't mean the i don't mean the graphic Lori, this is a family show i'm sorry that's not words <laughs> bad choice of words but they're coloring books that are uh, detailed they're very intricate they have a lot of uh lines and segments and and shapes and different things and a friend of mine told me she said you know when you were a kid did you ever remember just getting a box of crayons and coloring in a coloring book and everything just kind of disappears from what you were focusing on. And I remember laughing at her and thinking, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Adults do this. They color like that's a thing. And she just happened to bring, she brought me a book by and it's full of just flowers and they're very intricate and detailed. And one night I was really stressed out and I thought, okay, I'm going to try this. This, this is not going to work, but I'm going to try it. And I sat down and I started to color and I was using these pencils and I just kind of got lost in it for a second. And I mean, 30 minutes went by and I looked up and I thought, huh, this actually works. I was totally distracted. I forgot about what I was stressing about. And if someone could point me in the direction of a better term, I don't know what you call it, <laughs> but it's a coloring book. <laughs> well, folks, uh, first you've heard it here. I never thought live a life by design would turn into adult coloring books. Uh, <laughs> Oh, boy. And, and I will say, folks, I do want you to know we do comply with FCC re regulations on content, but uh, Miss Few <laughs> decided it. that she is an individual in our country and can do what she wishes under the Constitution. So, no. You know, Lori, that is a wonderful idea. Let me give you something similar that I really enjoy doing, and I haven't done enough, but I love to do this, is I love to paint. Now, I'm talking about get the canvas, go find an artist in town like your local wine and design or something like this, and just go get that canvas, put it up there, and start painting under their direction. To me, that is the most relaxing thing to do, and I just love it. As a matter of fact, Lori, you're going to laugh. I don't know if you've seen my studio. I have several paintings on canvas that I have painted over the years. And Dina keeps moving them. I have them placed in the great room where everyone can see them as they visit our home. But she tends to think they don't go with the decor. What's your thoughts? Is it the decor that she doesn't think that they go with or or that she's afraid to tell people that you actually are the one that painted them? Well, with my very sensitive ego in terms of painting, <laughs> I'm going to go with the decor answer. Is that close? Is okay. that correct? We're going to go with that <laughs> decor. Yeah, that's it. That's got to be it. So strategy number four recognize that your stress levels will be most likely higher. This is nothing to be ashamed of, but something that you, as your owner of the body, you're the one that controls your mind and the inputs, need to understand that we can overcome this stress level by just doing some simple things, as Lori and I have mentioned. And here's, here's another thing that I think we need to talk about, and it actually could serve as strategy five. Keep set hours to differentiate your work life from your home life. 
And if you're like me and you have a small child at home, this is a must. You may feel less productive while working remotely, and this causes us to engage in more work hours to reach the desired level of productivity. Fight this urge. Listen to me when I say this. It is so hard to overcome. Instead, concentrate on building your ability to focus more on the tasks at hand and leave, in, as my son would say in air quotes, leave your home office at your normal workday ending time. Now, I, I will be the first to admit that I have struggled with this strategy due to the requirements of this recent pandemic. I found, I found myself slowly slipping in my rituals and rising far earlier in the day at 4 a.m., mind you, than I would normally awake to start my workday. And our team is so dedicated to serving our wonderful clients that we suffer ourselves unnecessarily. After three or four days, I am back on schedule with my typical workday hours. Yeah, you know, very so, important. Lori, you hit the nail on the head here. It is so good to have structure in our lives. Now, you know, our children love it and need it. Now, they may not love it, but they need it so that they can they be good children and, you know, they have boundaries and so forth. Our pets like structure. They want to know what the out of bounds are and they want to know what they're doing right. You know, the tail's up or the tail's down if they're wrong and we get on to them. Uh, but this is so important for us as people that are professionals. If we're working and we do not adhere to that same structure in our remote work as we do at home, or excuse me, as we do at the office, we can really create for, create for ourselves some real structure issues. For example, like you said, getting up at 4 a.m., I actually did this the first two or three days last week that we were working remotely. And don't ask me why. I just woke up and I had so much on my mind. And I realized when I pulled out my journal, I had been writing the last three days about all of these things that are happening in our world, and I let that overtake my calmness. Lori, guess what? Got back on the saddle this Monday morning, doing everything timely. Everything's working great, no stress, and I will leave for the day at the appropriate time. And it goes back to strategy one about controlling the things that we can control. And for the most part, when you're working remotely from home, you can control that schedule. And it is important that at some point you say, I have accomplished everything I'm going to accomplish today, and I have to turn it off. I have to walk away. For those of us that are type A personalities, and I'm one of them, I will tell you, it is hard to turn off the switch. We are passionate about taking care of our clients and creating ideas and creating deliverables that help solve their issues or challenges. This is why I'm in the profession I'm in. This is a very trying time in our economy. So you can imagine we're on the phone with our clients helping them make good decisions, refocusing on their long-term objectives, looking at the time horizon before they wish to retire. These things are all vital and important communications that we must do to help our clients make good decisions. This is why they ask us to be a party to their lives and to help them make good decisions as they go forward. And so ideally you're right. Keep set hours so that you know your work life and your home life are at the same work productivity. I love that idea, Lori. Well, and I think it, it goes along those lines of, that's one of the reasons that I love this podcast is that it's basically the idea of people helping people. And if we can't help each other through this trying time, you know, we're really not reaching our full potential. We're here and we're designed to do that. That's what we want to do. It's people helping people and we're in this together. So if we can share and elaborate some strategies with other people that we're using to help get through this time, 
I say we should, and, and it's a good thing that we have this outlet to do it. Totally. Absolutely agree 100%. But Lori, here at Live Life by Design, you and I have always sought to bring to our wonderful listeners and subscribers more than what we promise. I always tell people I want to under-promise and over-deliver, and we're going to always. do that today. Absolutely. You know why we're going to do that, Lori? Why? Because it is what is demanded in this economic time we live, this pandemic. People need relief. So instead of just five strategies, I've got you a bonus strategy, guys. Communicate, yes, communicate with your mate and children what expectations your employer has for your performance. By gaining buy-in from your family, they will understand that you are, quote, at work when you're in your home office. Uh, Lori, is there something you do when you're at home working on a project to alert your family what seriousness yes. is? I do. I have a sign that I printed off. And you, anybody can do it, and it, it's probably, I shouldn't probably tell this because it might be a copyright infringement. I don't know, but I went to the Google, and I just typed in sign, work sign, and it popped up with work in progress. So I immediately copied that, printed it off, and when I'm doing something remotely from home, I slap that on the door. It says work in progress. That's a great idea. One of the things I do, similar to that, but not nearly as elaborate, is take a piece of red construction paper. And when my team here at home... My family sees that red construction paper on the study door. They know immediately that dad is working on something important. He's doing some deep work that requires total focus, and that is important so that you can be as productive as you desire. Now, whatever's necessary, though, for you to explain your need for focus, explain it clearly to all members of the family. It'll be a change for your family as well as you, but the communication is critical. Your mate, your children, they want you to continue doing what you need to do to be successful, and they are a very big part of that, Lori. Oh, absolutely they are, and and they are the ones that help us get through, you know, each and every day, just like our team members do, and I like the red construction paper. Is that is that, um, like a red stop sign? Pretty close. It's just like a stop sign, so if they <laughs> see the red up there, don't proceed, please. Now, we went I to like Mexico, though, for our anniversary of many years ago, and I don't believe alto or stop means anything to them, so red may not work for everyone, but for most of you listening, red <laughs> red means to stop, don't come in. Now, Lori, I do want to take a moment to go out on the limb and just say this. We truly are in some challenging times, and we are here at Live a Life by Design to help you through these challenges in a very positive and productive way. Go to our Facebook page, Live Alive by Design. You'll find lots of great information there. Go to our website at livealifeby.design. We have many different things out there for our, our listeners and subscribers to take advantage, and we hope that they will do so. Absolutely, and I think this is a great time also to revisit. I know in this podcast we've talked about previous episodes but there are some great content and episodes on a variety of different topics and instead of binge watching netflix why don't you binge watch or binge listen to something positive and and listen to those messages and and just remind yourself that every day is a new day and you're going to get through this absolutely and for all of our subscribers that go onto our facebook page and like our facebook page send us a, a post on that facebook page under visitors post uh, Lori will send each of you electronically an adult coloring book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I told you I need suggestions on a better word. <laughs> I think this podcast is over for now. 
good idea to end on that note. Yeah. Oh, boy. You can get a complete transcript of today's show online at livealifeby.design. If you like the show, please tell your friends and family about it. Also, we would be very appreciative if you would leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been a Life Master Key production. The program is copyrighted by Jimmy J. Williams and Company, all rights reserved. Our recording engineer is Happy Design Company. Our production assistant is Amy Cotton. Our intern is Brinley.